Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's your girl Claudia Jordan. We are back with TGIF. We're here to spill the tea and break down the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. So sit back, relax, get ready to sip on this hot tea. What's up, Al? Hello. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Happy Thursday. You ready for a good show? I think so. I think so. I'm drinking a little tequila. Oh, so you know, that always brings out the best in me. <laughs> Okay, we'll, we're about to see if it can, brings out the best or the worst tonight. We're going to see. And what's <laughs> up, Funky Dineva? Hello, Funky. What's going on, Soulmates? Hey, Claudia. Hey, Al. What's, what's that? going on with you? A little, little, little tangerine tonight. I don't know. Just Is that gonna, terry cloth? Like a rose? It's ter- little terry cloth. It's, and it's so funny because it's got some little shorts to match. It's so <laughs> cute and comfy. But uh, my friends be laughing at me. They're like, why are you walking around with a beach towel on? I was like, well, <laughs> hey. Are you drinking water? You're on water tonight? Uh, actually, I have nothing tonight, but uh, somebody put in the comments on the last post and they said they're sick and tired of me talking about I'm unlocking my better self, so I ain't going to say it. Um, but I'm not having nothing tonight. Cause I'm classy, did you do the hand? I'm classy and I'm professional and I don't drink at work. Did you do the hand? I did the hand. Mm-hmm. It's been three years of the hand. It has been. You know what? I was talking to my agent today sharing that we're going into year four. I can't believe we've been doing this show for three years. Honestly and truthfully, it only in my mind feels like a year. Right. Right. I think that's a good sign. That means it's been pretty fun. And I know you don't like working so many days in a row, but that means it's fun for you to yeah. not realize. Because usually it feels like, I mean, uh, so that's good. All right. How many, how many more years y'all think we we, we going to get before, before we be on TV one unsung? <laughs> yeah, I think we're gonna have a yeah, I think we're gonna have a 20 year run and then we're gonna be on unsung like the breakup of TGIF. <laughs> Imagine if they had like a behind the scenes of like the things. Mm-hmm. Listen, what we went through already as a group would already be pretty interesting for the first 20 minutes of our unsung special. Funky right. fussing with them about, I need some money for our wardrobe. I'm sick of wearing this same shirt. <laughs> and, and, me my, and me with my demands. And this is not right. We need this. <laughs> and we need to fight. <laughs> All right. Well, it's, it, I think we will do it unsung one day, but we'll see when. All right. Let's get into it. Soulmates, listen up. We're looking for some more super fans to put to the test in a special Halloween edition of the Hot Seat. So that's super fun. We haven't done that in a minute. Send us an email with your name and photo and tell us why you are a TGIF super fan to TGIF at foxhole.tv. Also, if you would like your Halloween costume to be featured in a Halloween version of Hit or Miss, which you know is going to be funny and shady, make sure you send us your name, your hometown, and please send a good photo of your costume to TGIF at foxo.tv. And I think y'all might want to, y'all should dress up as us. I want to see someone dress up as us. I think Claudia, that's- before you jump into those comments, the, uh, the show real quick, I, it's one comment I want to address. I want to address this soulmate, Sheon Atkinson. This whole better self forever. It's time you throw away the key. Shiara, you kiss my ass, okay? Shiara, you can kiss my ass. I'm going to keep unlocking my better self, sis, and you're going to let me live, okay? Uh-huh. <laughs> the soulmates, hey, the soulmates know us. They know us. All right. Uh, speed of unlocking one's better self and secrets and all kinds of stuff. Let's get into these stories, okay? Out the gate. Dwight Howard is not backing down from his haters while facing his sexual assault lawsuit. He shared this message on Instagram. Take a look. 
Y'all too damn nosy worried about what I'm doing in my bed. Hell, the people who know what's going on in my bed, they know what the hell going on with my bed and what the hell I do in it. That ain't for everybody on the internet. <laughs> it is down the way. It is there, buddy. Uh, I mean, we, this is a group chat we did not ask to be in. Right. He, this he, is, he shouldn't be mad with us here. He need to be mad with the damn court reporter who was taking the damn transcript of what the hell was going on down to that courtroom, baby. Because this in the court, this ain't even gossip, bitch. This in the court papers. Okay. <laughs> I wish I didn't know. I wish I never seen a Miss Kitty. I wish I didn't know <laughs> anything about the details. I wish I didn't know about someone's meat and who wants it. I don't. Dwight Howard has never been a guy that me and my girls were sitting around like, ooh, I wonder who D Dwight Howard is messing with. We, we just never cared. Now, Wait. he continues... Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. He continues to claim he's innocent of any sexual assault allegations and is looking to forward to clearing his name in court. All right, y'all, what do y'all think about Dwight's response to his haters? Are we haters for reporting on this? Al, are we haters? Look, there's two things here. Number one is he's right. If we really look at it, it's none of our business who he who he has in his bedroom and what he does in his bedroom. But Dwight, you made it our business when you made it a legal situation. And now everything is all out in the open for everybody to read. And one of the things I don't understand is why does he keep saying he doesn't understand why people are so fascinated about his story? Well, Dwight, we're fascinated about the story because we're not used to straight men asking gay men we're not used to straight men asking gay men and cross-dressers to come hang out at the house and have a threesome. This is why we're so interested, Dwight. It's really simple. It's not that hard. Who's straight? Well, I'm just saying, you know, he says- I, I know what you mean. I'm, I'm being yeah, yeah. That's why it's so interesting. It is, and he's a 6'10". Is he a power forward? <laughs> <laughs> he's a power something i'm a power bottom and i admit it see i live my truth that way no one can spray me with my own tea well Cute. all this all this damn trouble he in bitch he's a power of attorney okay let me tell you something <laughs> let me tell you something dwight this is our damn business because you using up our taxpayer dollars to go through this court process and this investigation. I get to get wherever my tax dollars going, I get to be all in it. Now, here's what I do like. Here's what I like and don't like. I don't, I don't ever think anybody should be forced out the closet, right? But this is a situation where Dwight had to pick the lesser of two evils. In order to remain in the closet, that meant he could potentially be going to jail. He'd have to deny everything that was going on up under oath, and he'd basically have to take this charge of this sexual assault situation. In order to not go to jail and clear the sexual assault, he had to say, look, fine, fair. Yes, we was there. Yes, we didn't have no clothes on. Yes, we were engaging in sexual acts, but there was not no attack. Here's the beautiful thing in how you make lemons out of lemonade. Although he may not have been ready the landscape has now been laid for Dwight to do his official I'm coming out dance. I mean, honestly and truthfully, the video that he did was a soft coming out because yeah. ordinarily it'd be, I'm not gay. I didn't do that. I didn't do that. And now for the first time we're hearing him saying, look, I, something might be going on in my bedroom with people of various sex, genders and backgrounds, but that ain't none of y'all business. I definitely think in the next year or so, we probably will be seeing a Gail King sit down or whatever. And listen, Claudia and Al, y'all know I always say, bitch, pay me for my pain. Mm -hmm. Dwight, go ahead and write that book. Go ahead and well, write that know, book. You might be onto something, Q, because his lawyer said something very interesting that he's never said before. And that was either he had to pay to make it go away or he had to tell the truth. So in this case, it looks like he he's not able to do what he's done in the past to make things go away. I, I will say this, all jokes aside, and yeah, we're teasing him, right? Because some of the details of the story are kind of like ridiculous, right? Um, I rarely see a man be this accountable when it comes to stuff like this. And it isn't fair to push someone out the closet they're not ready. But I was actually surprised that he this quickly was like, 
hey man it kind of is what it is like i yeah i, I may do this because listen you can catch a dude with your own eyes and see him pumping up in somebody else and they'll still say wasn't me I don't know what you're talking about and gaslight the hell out of you. The fact that he did this, I think is a step in the right direction. I think it takes the sting out of it. If you just say it, because we can't really laugh and no one can make fun of you or use it against you. If you go, yeah, I am. And what? And so that's a step in the right direction. We have a lot of comments here. KX said, uh, I wish he would just come out of the closet already. Well, it's not up to us. It is up to him. Right. And Nyla Jones says we're used to straight men asking gay men for pictures happens all the time. (laughs) Wow. And April Seward said, y'all better start choosing better. Everyone out here trying to come up on other people's business. And, and, and one more thing about the vic- well, the person in the, in the case with them. I don't know if he's a victim or not, but we'll find out. The alleged victim, 19 years old. Ouch. If this was a straight heterosexual couple or a pairing, we would have a whole lot to say. How old is Dwight Howard? Late 30s, 40 years old? Gotta be. Gotta be late 30s, early 40s. Mm. Gotta be. We would have a lot of smoke for someone that's yes, legally okay, nineteen years old, but still, it is a it is side eye worthy. Don't you think that's a teenager still? Mm-hmm. And I and I and, and and lastly, I just don't know why men like Dwight Howard go get you a sissy that's the entertainment, somebody who just got equally as much to lose and don't want their business out there in the streets either. That's right. All right, moving on. After an exhausting press run, critics are saying Jada Pinkett Smith's new memoir, Worthy, is a big flop after it failed to chart on multiple bestseller lists. Jada's memoir has been outsold by other book celebrity books, including Britney Spears and John Stamos' Tell All Memoirs. Uh, also, according to Satista, Jada's book sits at number 81 on Amazon's book's bestseller list, and it also failed to make the top 100 list. For Barnes and Nobles. So, you know, Al, what is your take on Jada's book not selling? Now, listen, they can do a lot of things now, but they're not going to talk about my black female authors. She is still on one of the most prestigious bestseller lists in the world, which is the New York Times bestseller. Let's be very clear. She's staying at number three and number four. Now, whether she is selling on those other platforms, I really don't care because the one that she's going to be able to talk about and win awards for is being on that New York bestseller. Now, for me, the reason why she may not be selling on the other platforms is another discussion. And that discussion, I think, has to do with her really disappointing her fan base when she shared that information about her present marriage situation and not being around him or it not being a marriage in excess or close to eight years. Now, she built a whole red table around women's self-empowerment, women living in their truth, finding love, find loving themselves. And this just feels like there may be some type of hypocrisy existing. And they have simply sat down and said they don't want to participate. So, you know, let me ask you a question, Al. When it comes to the New York Times bestseller list, is that list a list that is comprised of hard data from sales or is it an opinion piece? No, it's a hard data sale. So what happens typically is that you have a certain number of weeks to sell a certain number of books. Now, to get on the list in the beginning, you have that first week that you have to sell between five and 10,000 copies. Now, this is the deal with the nonfiction, which is her book, it's usually around 7,500. So we know for her to be in the running in number three and number four, she's definitely hitting her numbers as it relates to the New York Times bestseller. So I'll say this, I did a YouTube video earlier today that you guys can check out. And, and in that video, I went in depth and talking about, for some reason, um. A lot of people with the Jada thing, we just don't care. And it kind of feels like you've told everything that's juicy to be told. And God forbid there's anything left that's like newsworthy in that damn book. Because then that means y'all would have to be aliens at this point if y'all got any more tea (laughs) that's deeper than what y'all already have told us. Now, somebody told me that, you know, outside of the will stuff, you learn a whole lot of stuff about her background and her coming up. But I hope Jada don't have no more tea. And on the flip side of things, you got books like um, uh, uh, Britney Spears, 
who we absolutely, you know, want to hear from because Britney been locked away for 20 years. And I don't know why. And it's not a black or a white thing. But for whatever reason, I'm just more interested in Britney's book than I would be Jada's. Claudia, what do you think? I think Jada did herself a disservice by telling us so much stuff ahead of time. Like, I feel like, is there anything possibly left for her to tell us? <laughs> she gave us too much. Like, it's she gave us way too much of a preview. And I think it did the opposite effect. But I also heard that it's not necessarily that, tr- like, she actually is doing better than than this report. So I don't know. Yeah. I have no interest in buying the book. Me neither. We, talk, we talked about it. Like, it, I think for me, I think it's the not being truthful and not being truthful if you're not being truthful about the most significant thing which is being married to will smith the super a-lister then what else in this book you may not have been truthful about and i think we just have a mistrust right now with both her and will for pulling this wool over our eyes and not to mention the slap where she just totally denied that you know she thought it was a skit like we're just baffled and i think for me the reason why i have not even tried to google or read an excerpt or go get that book is because i don't trust that what's in that book is reality i've been kind of off her since the red table it just it just just feels really inauthentic and i actually love jada and set it off and some of the other movies that she did i think she's a talented woman i don't dislike her i just find this some of the stuff a little annoying too much like i'm just i i like a little bit more mystery in my movie stars claudia before we go to break really quick i want to hit this one question miss kelly ann said why do we want to highlight the negative her book has so many life lessons she sums up the chapters in the form of a journal entry encouraging the reader and i'm going to tell you why we highlight the negative because people like entertainment, sweetie. When you go in Barnes and Nobles, there are 900 other damn books in there with positive affirmations for the day. We don't need a damn positive affirmation of the day book from Jada Pinkett Smith and Iyanla Van Zandt already got six. When we buy books from celebrities, it's not to be motivated. It ain't to be inspired. It's to get the tea. That is why celebrity write, celebrities write memoirs. And that's the only reason they sell. We don't look to Jada. We don't look to Johnson. Stamos, and we don't look to no damn Britney Spears to give us no positive motivational affirmations. I don't give a damn about her journal entries. We want to know her business. We want to know the tea. We want to know the secrets. We want to know who they were sleeping with, what the bank account was looking like. And then after we find out all that information, we're done and we go back on to our mundane, boring lives. That's just human nature. And if we want positive affirmations and life lessons, I'm not going to Jada Pinkett Smith. I'm not. <laughs> I, that's like going to me to learn how to get a bigger booty. I don't have it. I, what am I going to give y'all? I, I don't have it. Why would you come to me for that? You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to Jada. Oh, Jada, teach me uh, teach me life lessons or relationships. I don't want, I don't, you can teach me to be successful in the, in, in films. But so all you, talk about, you talk about writing a book all the time, Claudia. You talk about your memoir quite frequently on this, on this show. Mm-hmm. So what are we going to you for in your memoirs? My memoir would be, uh, I would like to encourage others that you can go through all this bad stuff and still get there and not give up. It would be encouraging. But I don't think I would be on my high horse preaching about do like me. Don't do like me will be my book. That might be the title of it. All right. Coming up next, Jenny Mai and Jeezy gear up for their custody battle. And later, Chris Jenner admits cheating. Oh, my God. That's so shocking. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to TGIF. This talk show thing don't work out, Al. I think I'm going to be a celebrity publicist and help them pick the right parts of their book to to highlight on their Okay, okay, okay. I see you. I mean, I did do 26 years in L.A., so I didn't see a few things. Mm -hmm. Okay. Anyways, as the divorce between Jenny Mai and Young Jeezy unfolds, it looks like Jenny is ready to go to war in the upcoming custody battle. It's reported that Jenny hired high-profile divorce attorney Randall Kessler. Jenny's uh, decision to hire Kessler comes after Jeezy requested joint custody of their one-year-old daughter, Monaco. What are your thoughts on Jeannie and Jeezy's custody battle uh just a note kessler is also known for representing celebrities in their divorce and custody battles and some of his clientele includes nene leaks 
Portia Williams and Christina Milian in her custody trial against the dream. Um, Al, what are your thoughts on this lawyer? Um, who did Nene divorce? Great. Remember they the got first back time? together. But the first, you know, they got... the first time she used Randy Kessler. Oh, okay. Um, you know, smart, smart, because Jeezy's not turning around. He's not changing his mind. And from the looks of things, you know, we hear that she wanted to fight for her marriage, but obviously he's saying, listen, this isn't working. You need to go get you a divorce lawyer. And that's exactly what she did. But I'm glad to see that he actually wants joint custody because a lot of times you don't see men fighting for joint custody and the female usually gets full custody. So this is going to be interesting to watch. It's going to be interesting to see how it unfolds. And I hope that both of them are allowed to share joint custody with their beautiful, beautiful child. All right, Q, what do you think about hiring the high profile lawyer? Does that mean things are bad, worse than we thought? You know, it's so funny. I hope, I, I, you know, I, I'm always going to be an advocate for a man or a woman in Phaedra, Phaedra said this one time, protecting themselves business-wise when it comes to divorce, marriage, prenups, children, and all this type of stuff. Uh, in, in, in a perfect world, I hope that the filing for joint custody on Jeezy's behalf has everything to do with I legitimately want to be a strong co-parent and not a legal ploy to block her from getting um um uh uh financial aid. We're not in college, child support. Yeah. Not not you know because that that is a play to keep from getting child support. If we got joint custody, you don't get no child support. I'm also, it's also smart on Jeezy's part because if he gets joint custody, that means that Jeannie Mike can't just easily pick up and move back to LA with that child as well. So, you know, it's, I hope it doesn't get ugly. It's weird because I don't see Jeannie Mai wanting to reside in Atlanta, independent of being married to him. She really doesn't fit in with the scene that is Atlanta, but Jeezy is smart. If he's trying to evade child support, keep that baby in Atlanta, and also outside of that, if he just loves his child and genuinely wants her to be there, then this, he, he did the right thing. I have a friend going through a custody battle and the control, a lot of times people just assume, oh, it uh, always favors a woman. There's a lot of things that a father, if he's not happy, can really make your life pretty miserable as far as like being able to travel and do a lot of things. You can't make a lot of moves, especially if they do have that joint custody. I hope it is like not a messy thing, you know? Yeah. All right, the husband of Cardi B's nail artist was arrested and charged with setting his wife's salon on fire. Jenny Bowie, the owner of the Bronx Nail Salon, was pre preparing to open a new location, but it was set on fire just days before her grand opening. What do you think about this crazy story? Alex, go to you first. <laughs> I, I, I shouldn't be laughing. But the husband said that she was driving him crazy with all the grand opening process. So you know what he did? He took two napkins. He lit them on fire. And if can, production can put that picture of where the boxes are, he threw, it, he threw the lit napkins right on top of those boxes. And there, everything went up in flames. Now, this is the sad part, right? This is the super sad part. The super sad part is she was so busy with the grand opening and figuring out what had to be where and what chair and what windows and what nail polish the woman forgot to transfer her insurance from oh her location to her new location before the husband caught the new location on fire and that's why she has a hundred and fifty thousand go hundred and fifty thousand dollar gofundme account set up so that she can get her nail salon back open again the new york fire marshal investigated jenny's husband charged him with arson criminal mischief and reckless endangerment that is so foul like come on q what you think let me tell you something i don't want a piece of coochie that's gonna make me be that i don't want no piece of coochie i don't want no piece of ass that's gonna have me going to jail <laughs> like give me some mediocre coochie give me some mediocre ass all day long i don't want that a1 stuff there are cameras whatever temporary emotion you were feeling in the moment, you're now about to go to jail. And once you calm down and settle down, I know you like, damn, I don't messed up my life over one stupid ass decision. This makes no sense. I feel bad for this lady, especially considering the fact that she forgot to transfer the insurance. And that's the type of thing the insurance company, they, the insurance company's whole job is to deny your claim. Or whatever, you know, and, and now she going to be out, you know, I, something in my spirit tells me next week the story's going to be Cardi B stepped in and 
helped the lady with her salon. Um, but this is messed up and Buddy going to jail. I feel bad. That's a that's a GoFundMe I would give a few dollars to. It don't have to be a lot, but just something because that's that's horrible. Yeah. And from your husband or ex or whatever the hell. Uh-uh. Uh uh, Jamari said that's a divorce waiting to happen now, and Ciara Ciara Thompson thought it's giving insurance fraud, but it's not. Gianna, honey. The real Adriano said he uh, said I'm Lisa Lopez today. Mm. Residents in Los Angeles have been complaining about the surge of prostitution on their streets. The surge is a result of Governor Gavin Newsom's Safer Streets for All Act. Under this law, police can no longer stop prostitutes or offer them help unless they look underage. What are your thoughts on the surge of prostitution in L.A.? Uh, residents of the area report seeing half-naked prostitutes in broad daylight near schools and with no law enforcement in sight. Who who wants to get on this little funky smiling? Actually, y'all both got little smirks on your faces. I'm dying here. You know, I live in Los Angeles and, and, and Claudia, this is in an area called Open Air Sex Market and it's on Figueroa in South Los Angeles and it, it goes all the way down from Imperial Highway to 50th Street. So it's about 50 blocks of prostitution and women who are selling sex. It is a sight to see. It's going, it goes, don't ask me how I know. It goes on 24-7. It is next to churches. It is next to schools. It's the most fascinating thing I've ever seen. It's worse than Amsterdam. Um, the interesting thing to me, though, is when I saw it, was that the girls are beautiful. They look like Claudia. They, they yeah. look like Claudia. You know how usually you working women look like they're crack addicts. They do not. They <laughs> Thanks, look beautiful. I'm saying they look yeah. they look beautiful. Mm -hmm. And they are they are even out there taking selfies and sending them to their clients. It's the most interesting thing that I have seen in a very long time. And the only thing I can say is, hey, it must only be in Los Angeles. Now, this area in Los Angeles that I told you about is for uh, females. Uh, God, don't get yourself in trouble. Uh, naturally women. born women. There is another area in Los Angeles as frequent, you know, just as robust for trans women as well. Santa Monica Boulevard, that's where Eddie Murphy uh, pulled over and he helped that one woman. But, you know, he was being a good Samaritan and just helping her out because she needed a ride that one time. Um, Funky, what do you think about this? You know, I also think, obviously, and truly, because we, we're, a, you know, a semi-LGBTQ plus platform, it's worth noting that this law was also passed to help disproportionately address, well, to help address the disproportionate rate to which trans women are arrested for street work. Essentially, back, you know, before this law was passed, if you look like a prostitute, the police could could bother you. You know what I'm saying? And now they're saying, you know, just because somebody's dressed, you know, scantily clad or slutty, mm -hmm. that doesn't give you license to stop them. Listen, I ain't never, uh, this prostitution thing is weird, right? Because I'm friends with a couple prostitutes and these, the, the, the prostitutes that I'm friends with, they freelance contractors, they, you know, independent contractors, they don't work under a pimp. They're not working under duress. They just hoes. Okay. I'm all for prostitution under those circumstances. Now I'm going to need these hoes to be a bit uh, decent. Now don't be selling your tussy cat by people churches and don't be selling your tussy cat by people's schools unless it's nighttime and the schools is closed. All right. But other than that, some of these neighbors need to come up off of it. These reports of them being scantily clad, what's the issue? Because if we were at a beach and everybody was in a bikini, you wouldn't have no damn problem with it. Your problem is not the fact that they're scantily clad. The problem is that you're judging their lifestyle. Now, I do get that there is a certain level of violence that comes along when you have prostitution and things of this sort. But I think we're going to have to let this law run its course and there will be a leveling out process. At, let me tell you something. After buying coochie on the open market becomes taboo no more, trust and believe the rates going to fall and people going to have to go get calls in the jobs because the taboo was going to be taken away from the whole prostitution thing. I, I always thought prostitution should be legal because 
a lot of marriages are like prostitution. It's just framed in a different way. Dating, OnlyFans, there's a whole bunch of stuff that's going on, stuff that happens in the strip clubs in the back. Like, there's no way to really govern it like that. Like, leave them alone. That is their business. I does it's it's a victimless crime, in my opinion. Uh, would I want a bunch of streetwalkers in front of my house advertised Gucci? No, I would not, because I'm a bougie homeowner now. I'm like, I'm, I ain't gonna lie to you. I ain't gonna hold you, okay? But... I do think it shouldn't be where it's so like, I don't, I think that's a, uh, it's old. Like I, I just don't think it should be illegal anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, I just think there's other, we have bigger fish to fry, but I will say that area of LA, be careful. My girl was walking her dog and a friend's dog. And she got a stray bullet, got shot in the chest. She lived, but they never caught the person that shot her. And that's what they need to be worried about. And not people selling coochie. Yeah. Just random People shooting at folks. All right, y'all. Call me a next Chris Jenner and miss cheating. <laughs> Later. Hazel. Oh, come on, y'all. You already know how this is going to go. Mm-hmm. We're doing so good. Hazel E opens up about her divorce. We're going to keep it locked. Funky. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to TGIF. I just learned something new from Funky. I didn't know there was already apps for prostitution and all that. Like, I, I heard there's like, like the back, like w- 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 Craig. Back, it was back page back in the day, but like, no, I only know this because I be around all these horny straight men at the bar. And when they be trying to get something at the end of the night, I have witnessed them on the different websites. The girls put their profiles, they'll be, and then they'll be put on there out calls only. Uh, uh, no more than two people at a time. No blacks. I mean, they put they put their menu of what they're looking for, and you can chat with them in real time. And so the, the sites are out there for you to prostitute. Why they say no blacks? Because they know they're gonna get beat down. Oh, so so I just I and y'all can go on my YouTube. I did another video really quickly. I went out this past weekend and had a situation where a prostitute girl told my friend she don't do black guys. And from what I found out, there's several reasons why across the board, across the race, including black women, don't like black Johns. They say they think they're too big, they go too long, they're aggressive, and they like to nickel and dime them with their money. So in the prostitution game across the board, black men are just kind of like a no-no. I heard they take too long to climax and all that. Yeah. Well, Depends. You have to pay for the time that you spend with the prostitute, right? So if yeah, well, yeah, but see, here's the thing. Uh-uh, because I, you know, I got some prostitution friends. We can sit right here. <laughs> see, here's the thing: when you got to take multiple dinglings in one night, you, it, it's not even about the time. It's about how quick. It's about how quick so we how can quick I get you, you to climax. Yeah, how quick can I get you to climax? You know what so I'm saying? So, next and once and once they climax, it's not even about the time. You, they get up and leave. It's got the it. time. Or the climax, whichever comes first. Got it. And their goal is to get them the climax or to get them a bunch of cocaine and they think thing can't get hard and they just sit there and play with them and run the time. Right. I told you I'm friends with a couple of them. This is a lot of work. It's very interesting. <laughs> it's a lot of work, especially doing multiples on one. God. Oh. And you can just get your ass up and go fold towels at Ross. Lazy. <laughs> right. Probably the same money. Well, I hate to transition from segue from that show about that topic about prostitution into a recent episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Chris Jenner admitted to cheating on her first husband, Robert Kardashian. No, t- no shade. I didn't mean to, you know, whatever. But hey, it's the order. She said she thought the grass was greener somewhere else, but it's her life's biggest regret. Are you surprised to hear that Chris? Cheated, funky. You know what? No, I'm. I'm. I mean, I'm not surprised to hear it. I'm actually glad that we heard it because it humanized her and it puts a lot of things in perspective. When Chloe asked her why did she do it, she said, "You know, I think that just being young and stupid had a lot to do with it." And then, you know, I, I tell the story all the time. You know, my last serious relationship, I cheated. I actually brought somebody into our home and had sex with them in our bed. And when I look back at the magnitude of what I did, the only answer that I can give myself to why I did it was just young, stupid, didn't truly grasp the magnitude of what I was doing and what it could do to another person. So I'm glad, Kim, I mean, I Chris shared this because it made me reflect on my own situation. And now I am, you know, a season 40 old, 40 year old 
um, who firmly does not believe in cheating and would not do that again to someone. The soulmates will not let this die. King Felon said, yeah, with OJ Simpson. Uh-huh. And uh, Kiki 16 says, yeah, we knew that. She already revealed that. Chloe's dad, duh. Mm, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Al, what do you think about this? About, you know, this humanizing her and makes it more relatable. Mm, mm, I don't know about that humanizing her because, I mean, I, when I think about her brand, I think about the girl's brand, I'm not thinking that, you know, they're faithful women. Sorry. I just don't. I just don't. I just don't. Really? Um, no, I don't. I, I think that the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. She has a stable of women, girls that, you know, they they love dating, habitually dating men, beautiful men, attractive men. I don't know. I just don't get wholesome from her. I don't get humanistic from her. And I, I, that's just my opinion. Um, One thing about the Kardashians I do like is they will admit to some stuff that's embarrassing. And I do like that. I do appreciate that because uh, as much as they could do the fake perfect thing, they do kind of spill a lot of their own tea. And I'm okay with it. Um, I think a lot of people think the grass is greener and then they regret it later on. But we don't hear a lot of people actually saying, I regret it later on. We just hear, mm-hmm. oh, she was crazy or he was this. Instead of saying, I actually will take accountability and say, I thought it was green and it really wasn't, you know? All right, y'all. Former Florida lawmaker Joe Harding, who sponsored the Don't Say Gay Law, was sentenced to four months in prison for COVID-19 relief fraud. Harding allegedly obtained over $150,000 in pandemic aid. So while you over here worried about telling people not to say gay, you over here the fraud in the system. I love karma, how it works. Funky, this is your state. What say you? You know, I don't think the sentence is long enough. And like you said, why are they talking about don't say gay? He need to say, no, don't say pay. Okay, mm-hmm. don't took them damn people money to COVID relief funds. I don't think he got enough time. I'm I'm sorry. I think that when you are a lawmaker, uh, you, you know, you're one of the people responsible for helping people get COVID relief. You know the law better than any damn body else, and you should be held to a higher damn standard. I don't understand how he got four months for the one where... British Williams got four years and she got 15 counts, apples to oranges. I just think his ass should have got more time, especially because he's a lawmaker. Mm-hmm. Al, what are your thoughts? I thought he was scheduled to go to trial in January. Where did you read that he got four months, Q? In the teleprompter. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I thought, well, what I read, I thought he wasn't going to trial until January. He said, don't do me. I just wanted to know if he read something that I, you know, that I didn't read. So I thought he was going to trial. If it's wrong, blame production. <laughs> I'm, with, I'm with Claudia on this one. You know, payback is a BIT, you know? So, and, and, and it's interesting. Where's the Santas now? Mm-hmm. Four months in prison for COVID nineteen relief fraud. Speak about that damn teleprompter. So that teleprompter had messed me up yesterday. On, yesterday <laughs> on, that, on that Jackie Christie interview, I cussed Justin ass out. Don't had the lady name in there wrong. Had the, the number of years the lady was in there married wrong. Had me looking stupid. Had Jackie Christie correcting me all down to the interview. But that's another story <laughs> for another day. Go on to the next thing, Claudia. You said these producers will make a fool out of you. Are <laughs> <laughs> we being set up? <laughs> All right, y'all. A Taco Bell employee was caught giving their general manager a haircut in the restaurant's kitchen. A third employee took a picture of the incident in action and was fired for doing so. Can you believe this? Oh, real quick. My girl, Chancy, was hungry the other night and I didn't cook because sometimes my friends kind of my house. And uh, she 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 didn't want to, you know, uh, I didn't cook. So she goes of all places to Taco Bell. I, I didn't know adults still went there. Y'all go to y'all food with Taco Bell? Every six yes, months, my every, mouth, every six months, I need a crunchy taco supreme with extra yes, sauce. Me too. Or I get that Dorito. I get the Dorito taco, throw that extra hot sauce on it. Get and that new taco. Baja Blast. That, uh, that, yes. But I, 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 after y'all I, heard you're going to have to go to the bathroom shortly after, like straight to the bathroom. You're going to go straight to the bathroom, but it's going to be a great crunchy experience. I used to like them, but even after the reports came out that they allegedly found some horse meat in like 18% or 20%. That's fine. It's good. You put a little, <laughs> bit, you put a little bit of that sauce on the horse, horse, mule, bologna. It's all good. But anyway, about this person getting a haircut, 
You know, to your point, Claudia, every damn thing else in the Taco Bell meat, the haircut ain't going to keep me from going to Taco Bell personally. Really? But listen, y'all, when you paying people 6 and 7 and $8 an hour and $10 an hour, I'm sorry, there's just a certain mentality and a certain level of individual you are going to get in those low-wage paying jobs. Folks like that don't care because you, they can get fired from one Taco Bell and go work at another Taco Bell tomorrow. How do I know? My cousin Darnell don't work at every McDonald's in Miami for the last 20 years. Okay? <laughs> now, as far as getting a the haircut, they really should have just did that in the back in the payroll office and not where the food was. But this is what you're going to get from a Taco Bell level employee. Ugh, Al, you well, you know, they say about? they say we're waiting to see what the health department and the inspection uncover because they feel the reason why, you know, that it was such a big deal was because, you know, hair carries bacteria and the bacteria could be covered to the food. But we have to wait till November 3rd. Once we figure out on November 3rd, because it takes 10 days since from the investigation for them to share with us what they found, we'll see if there's really anything worth talking about. In the kitchen. Oh, Logan said that horse need be good with, what are they saying? Hot, Hot sauce, sauce in the chalupa. chalupa. <sighs> <laughs> I'm with you on that one, buddy. Y'all gotta step your food game up, y'all. Listen, Claudia, if you <laughs> but you don't I don't swallow, so that's different for me and for you, I guess. So Oh gosh. You lick, I lick, you swallow. All right, keep it locked because coming up. Y'all are gross. Where oh, Mr. Sex Party? All right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> keep it locked because Funky Daniva's favorite person, Hazel E, opens up about her divorce, and later a woman's home was accidentally demolished. Can you believe this? We'll be right back with more. <laughs> Welcome back to TGIF. Soulmates, hit the like button before we do the segment because you might not hit it afterwards. Hazel E opened up about a time when she believed her ex-husband was trying to poison her. She said he was. she was drinking a water bottle and walked away briefly. When she returned, her water bottle was filled with bleach. At the time, she believed he was trying to take her out so he could get the life insurance policy. I'm going to go to Al first. <laughs> I don't know who's dumber in this situation. First of all, everybody knows that if you got a new life insurance policy, I think everybody should know, you can't just cash it in after you've been accepted. In general, generally, it takes up to two years because companies have, you know, they are able to invoke a um, contestability clause. So I hope that's not true, but I, I hope he, <laughs> this is all sounds wrong. Do you think he'd be dumb enough to put bleach, like to try to kill her that way? That's a, that, like, who can't smell bleach and water? Right, and who's going to drink the whole thing to the point where it's going to kill her? But he don't seem that smart either. Like, let's not act like he's uh, some Rhodes Scholar either. Funky, what do you think? See, you know what? Y'all don't be thinking I'm for real when I say I'm unlocking my better self. Do you have something nice to say? Actually, I do. This is very okay. jacked up that somebody would do this to another okay. human being, yet alone a, your, your child's mother. I saw the interview, you know, and Hazel began to choke up and she had some very valid points. She said the water bottle was on the table. She got up to run to the kitchen. If you're in your own home, all you need to stop lying. Nobody takes their cup. OK. And when they're in their house that they just drank out of. Sure, I don't waste this damn water on my shirt and smell it and all these types of things. It is very likely that somebody can put something to their mouth that had chemicals in it. I think it's messed up, especially when she started describing how she was convulsing and vomiting and whatever the case may be. I think it's messed up and she should have sent his ass to jail. Now, what I want for the two of them, though, I want them both to stop. I actually, you know what I need them to do? I need y'all both to get back together. Because the opposite of love is not hate, it's indifference. And the fact that both of y'all are just keep going at each other says that y'all both still love each other. Just get back to damn together and take us out to group chat, please. It does seem like the level of negativity and vitriol that they 
mostly him. I think he does it more than her, but I, I don't really follow them like that. And I know, you know, you poked fun at her. We This show has been kind of, you know, not as sympathetic towards her. But I, I admire you that you just did that funky because, you know, you don't have to like the person or love the person to have some empathy for them. And this is mm-hmm. wrong. You know, before I, I, there was a time where she seemed, they both seemed very much in love with each other. It wasn't a one-sided thing. He signed up for it. He proposed to her. They got married and they did seem like they were really into each other for a bit. And when it went bad, it went really bad. So maybe there is still some feelings there left. Like, you know, cause after a while you'd be like, I don't care about him, but they still seem like it's on level 10 between the two of them. But if you try to kill the mother of your kid, with some bleach, I'm with you. Why is he getting, send his ass to jail? Mm-hmm. All right, speaking of Hazel E, her ex, Devon Waller, uh, recently threw some shade. He wrote, I'm so glad my daughter has my face, not hers. It's <laughs> 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 shade. And it's funny because, you know, when people do stuff like this, they purposely go out and get the worst picture of you you can find. Now, I mean, don't get me wrong. The camera can only use what you give it. Um, But Devon, more days than not, you and Hazel E do favor each other sometimes. Now, that is how she looked when she first. Oh, good God. (laughs) She don't look like that now, though. No, no, she doesn't. And I will say, unlike some people who keep going and touching their face and it gets worse, believe it or not, as I unlock my better self, the more she's been touching hers, the better she's been looking, truth be told. Here's my thing. When people say someone that they was with, like, oh, they're so ugly or whatever. You can say a lot of things about your ex. You can say, I, I was scammed. I didn't know their character. I didn't, you know, they lied about their finances or I didn't know the sex would be whatever. But when you, 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 that's who you married. You chose that person who you now. Sh- at one point was telling that face, I love you every day. You, sir. So knock it off. Al, go ahead. Help um, us. No, I, I just find it very funny that we're starting to witness a lot of dudes talking crap about women that they used to be with. Like you said, I guess it's this new this new generation of kid men. They are really going hard on social media against the women that they once loved or used to date, or in this case, used to be married to. And I'm kind of not used to that. That's that new generation. At least in my generation, we used to have respect, right? We either didn't comment. We let the woman kind of do all the commenting. But this new group, this new generation, they are firing back and they don't care what it looks like or what it makes them look like. Yeah, it's very sassy. Very sassy. All right, Young Miami says she and Diddy still go together, but she may be ready to settle down. She said she can't be a city girl forever. All right, y'all. Do you think Diddy will ever settle down? Do you think he has it in him, Al? Um, I think she better tread lightly here. Now, you better enjoy the, the trips, the yachts, the private planes, the red carpets, the Met Gala events. And because I think it's when you try starting to change the assignment, that's when Diddy may exit stage left. But I don't know, because he is getting a little bit older. But for right now, young Miami, I think you should leave the assignment where it is. All right, Q. Uh, all men settle down, uh, it, you know, but the, the ones that play the field when they get old and they need can barely wipe their ass or they need somebody to cook for them or they think they ain't going to get hard no more. Around that time is when they begin to settle down. Diddy probably got about another 10 to 15 years in him uh, b- before he gets to settle down age. But I love what she said in the interview. She was like, you know, if she come across somebody that tickles her fancy, that's on some settle down type energy and she on some settle type down energy with them that she'd be willing to do it. And, you know, she comes across very uh, uh, aware of knowing what her situation is with Diddy. I was watching this interview on The Breakfast Club. I, I like her. I, I I like her. I think she's has a cute, cute, cute personality. I can see why Diddy's fascinated with her and laughs and has fun with her. She's funny. And I do like that. She said, I can't be a city girl forever. And that's her brand to say that. That's a powerful thing to say against your own brand, really, right? And saying that she really longs for that. 
And I, I hope that sets an example for all the young girls that follow her. Like you can't do that forever. And I hope that Diddy hears that he can't do that forever. Cause if you check any nursing home, we already know it's filled with mostly single men or men that don't have any friends or family or wives to check on them because maybe they was doing too much when they was younger. Settle down, Diddy. You are, you, uh, you are not. Can you read what Janji Clean said? Janji Clean said he'll settle down when he get locked up. <laughs> Ooh, I ain't touching that one. Y'all are messy. Oh, y'all messy. And that's why you love us. <laughs> and Al, you be right there with us. <laughs> All right. Coming up, a woman's home was accidentally demolished. More on that right after this. We'll be back. Welcome back to the show. Off of our last story, I just wanted to read when the producers put in our chat, black men are the highest race to have no one claim them when they're in a nursing home. That is so sad. So oh, think, wow. think about that, fellas, when you play these games. I'm just saying. Someone got to have to wipe your booty. Let it be a girl, not a nurse. Okay, check this out. A Georgia woman claims her family was accidentally, uh, her family home was accidentally demolished while she's on vacation. This is awful. Susan Hogson was furious when she saw her property in pieces. When Susan's family member confronted the company, they realized they had the wrong address and quickly left without apologizing what do you think about this unforgivable accident, Al? This is just sad across the board, but thank goodness this wasn't her primary residency. I think this is a family home that she had boarded up, but she was keeping the grass cut so that the city wouldn't um, condemn it. But the interesting thing that I found about found out about, this is actually on the fault of the demolition company because the demolition company got an assignment from the city and they went to the wrong house. And what's even more sad is that this demolition company is a women-owned business that had not been in business that long. They had a 4.2 rating, a five on um, on um, Google reviews. And four of the five reviews were very positive and said they were very helpful in helping them get their houses cleaned up and all that good stuff. It's just that, sad all around. I would go off that. That is devastating. All right, y'all. Great show, fellas. I want to thank Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva. Thanks for watching us on YouTube. Make sure you watch the replay tomorrow. Hit that like button. Stay tuned for McMillan and Morrow. I know you're waiting for that. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Bye, y'all. Have a good night.